You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 111, posted July 2017. Fake Cult News. To. I guess we have to go downstairs. Downstairs where all the lights are dark. Do we want our old marching order? Uh, who was, what was your marching order? Uh, I was first. Karakir was last to sort of sandwich the distance people in. I can't yeah. remember the exact order in the middle. I have a feeling I was toward the back since I'm ranged. Yeah. I will go after you. Yeah, I think it was me, then Elevor, then Bellamin, then Imra, then Karakir. Which path are you taking down, just out of curiosity? Wait, there are two paths down? Yeah, I mean, so oh, if I you see, that. there's stairs up here. Uh, there's stairs up in, off the common room and stairs off down here. Uh, I was going to go through, like, where Imra is to go around this way and down. Okay. Yeah, me too. That yeah, way. That makes All sense. right. Uh, so you walk through this uh, this empty corridor down here. And as you're walking, and you basically step where Bellamin is. Okay, because uh, I would have been first, so. Yep. So, Bellamin, get out of my way. Move it, Bellamin. It is a, turns out to be actually made of rotted wooden planks, and you <gasps> fall through. Goldish! <laughs> we'll never see her. Uh, unfortunately, this is a, uh, a 10-foot deep pit. Which is a bunch of uh, sharpened wooden spikes at the bottom. Glad I, glad I used that healing potion. So uh, you were going to take some damage from that. That's mm-hmm. very rude. Yep, is there a I'm, save I'm a rude person. We can make <laughs> uh, three bludgeoning damage from the fall, plus okay. 11 piercing damage from the spikes. Oh, my <gasps> Lord. oh wow. Okay, I'm at one hit point. <laughs> uh, who's down for a short rest? And I'm at the bottom of a... <laughs> A short rest is getting, not going to help me. Yeah, I was just down for getting you out of there first. All right, so anybody I, have a rope? Rope, yeah. Uh, we we all have rope. Finally, mm-hmm. rope. <laughs> <laughs> so I used the rope to concoct like a swing that magically moves back and forth, and everyone is very impressed. You're doing like yo-yo tricks over here. <laughs> like, oh. Isn't this rope so useful and magical? Uh, all right, you can haul Bruldish out. She is somewhat worse for wear. I'm uh, a lot worse for wear. You probably don't want to go that way. Nope. Pro tip. All right, I am going to cast one of my only two spells and cure myself. Actually, do I want to do that? Yeah, I will do that. I think I need to. So uh, once again, to remind you, as you are at those uh, staircases, you definitely notice the ghostly chanting is much louder. Okay, that's still not great. Um, I think I might also lay hands on myself unless somebody else has whoa, whoa. how much how much hey healing now. how much healing capacity does the rest of the party have? Um, I could also cast. It, it'll I'll have two spell slots left, but I am at seven out of twenty hit points right now. I I, I will cast healing word on you because most of my okay. level one spells are not um, like you know attack spells anyway. Got so it. Mm-hmm. boom. Uh, cast at what level? Well, level one, please. All right, so right. five All right, for so you. that puts me at 12. Uh, you have descended further into the dungeon. Um, the ghostly chant that was emanating uh, from all that is, is filling this room. For the first time, however, you feel as though you can start to understand what it's saying. It seems to be actual <gasps> words. Mm. You hear what seem to be a dozen or so voices oh, repeating over and over again. The greater good. <laughs> he is the ancient. He is the land. He is the ancient. He is the land. He is the ancient. He is the land. He is the... Filling the room. Oh, creepy. is it in, <laughs> in common? Yeah, in common. Mm. But is he the ancient? He is <laughs> the land. Bruldish, you are leading, I assume. Yes, I am. So you reach uh, the bottom of the stairs, and as you're, uh, you, uh, do you see in the dark, or do you have a torch I do see in the dark. All right, as you see in the dark, you see a large room in front of you. It is filled with these, uh, it basically has a bunch of tall pillars uh, throughout it, and there are 13 
counting. Six, six, seven, gold. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> there are thirteen uh, uh, niches along the wall, each of which seems to have some sort of object in it. Hmm. Are they chanting these objects? The objects are not chanting. That would okay. be weird. Um, I'm going to take one step into the room. Sure. And look at the object to my left. The to object the to your left is a small mummified yellow hand with sharp claws on a loop of rope. That's not the hand of Vecna, is it? Because that would be awful. You identify it. Uh, give me a nature roll. That is not my strong suit. Or medicine. I'll do medicine. 21. Yeah, you, you immediately recognize this as a goblin's hand. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think we have any use for a goblin's hand. I'm going to leave it where it is. I will... Let's give can that I goblin just, a hand. Without moving, can I sort of <laughs> peek around at the one that's sort of to my right and see that uh, from where Yeah, I'm? that one seems to be... Uh, all you can see from here is that it is a small wooden coffer. Okay. <laughs> I'll go take a closer look. Uh, okay, yeah, it's a small wooden coffer. Uh, it does not appear to be sealed or locked in any way. You could open it. Um, I will use... Let's see. Do I have any random, like... Daggers to like uh, pry it open a, from a, a distance. Hand that could open it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use the corner of my axe to just sort of like you lift it up. Um, there is a piece of uh, withered flesh in there. You might need uh, make another medicine check. Sure, four. Not as good oh, as man. You, you, last time. It, it's it's pretty withered and blackened. You're not mm-hmm. sure you can tell what it is. Um, but it's flesh though. It's fleshy, or was mm-hmm. fleshy. Someone else want to take a look? Yeah, I can get that It's jerky. Yum. Yeah, I'm going to join in the uh, fun and make a medicine feel, check. Feel free to pop in. Gobble of jerky. I'll scooch out of the way over here and look at the other ones. Brian, do you want me to go first? Are you going first on that one? There you go. I Six. got a four. <laughs> nope. No, you got a 16. Nope. Oh, you I got, got a 16. Six. I looked at the wrong part of the chat. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would say that is a tongue. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Uh, but not a human or humanoid tongue. You think it might belong to some sort of, uh, you would guess, a wolf. It's quite large, even shriveled. You would guess a dire wolf. Ooh. All right. So then what do we have uh, the next one down? Uh, next one down from there. Um, mm-hmm. It's a head. Of course <laughs> it's it a, is. Huh. It's a small, shrunken, shriveled head. It was already pretty small to begin with, you believe with. You would think it is a halfling's shrunken, shriveled head. Mm. To get a head, get a hat. Oh. I appreciate that she didn't have to do a medicine check on that one. Yeah. That one was a little more obvious. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one directly to the, the not south of me, the bottom, down, whatever. Um, Compass Rose is gone. That is an iron pendant adorned with a devil's face. Ew. I'm, that doesn't sound good. Mm-mm. All right. What is the next one over here next to Imra? That is a knife. Um, but you would pretty easily identify it as being made from bone, and your guess would be human bone. Oh, and your right. guess would oh. be correct. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a good guesser. All right, and the next one. Another dagger. This one has a rat's skull set into the pommel. Hmm. What's this one made out of? Uh, that one appears to be steel. Okay. And the next thing. Uh, that is. <laughs> I hesitate <laughs> to even say it. Um, it is an eight inch diameter varnished orb. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, made from, it looks like an eye of some sort of hideous creature. Um, hey, Elevor. <laughs> I, I stand in between Elevor and the niche. Nothing in this one. This one's empty. <laughs> Are you sure? Let me take a look. Hey, Elevor, why don't you go check out the next item? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's, let's look, I in the look at the corner here. Okay, yeah, let's just go around the room. Uh, Elevore, the one you are in front of, is a six-inch tall wooden figurine of a mummy with its arms crossed over its chest. Is that mummy holding an orb? <laughs> it is not. It okay. is only six inches tall. I back away. <laughs> All right. What about this last one on the top here? Bruldish, the last one on the top there is an aspergillum carved from bone. An aspergillum, if you're not familiar, is basically uh, it's a uh, used in, you would know, Definitely. It's used in religious ceremonies. It's used to sprinkle holy water. Uh, it's like a long, looks almost like a little mace, um, mm-hmm. but it's got like yeah, a silver wand. thing. That you use it. But it's made from bone. Okay. And the one on the top of the wall to the right? That is a cloak folded. Uh, appears to be made from some sort of stitched skin. 
Um, but <laughs> probably n- some sort of um, you would suspect based on the sort of color and pallor of it that it was uh, an undead, probably a ghoul like the ones you saw above. Mm. What about uh, this a one? Ghoul or a ghast? Uh, good question. You'd have to investigate further. You have to lick it. Bellamy, are you looking at that one there? <laughs> yes. Um, it is a uh, it is a stick attached to which is a uh, what appears to be the desiccated remains of a frog. A oh. stick and a frog. Oh, it's a stick. Like a puppet attached. The frog is yeah. The, the desiccated frog is attached to it. Um, you have heard this kind of vaguely sounds like it could be a wand. Um, I'm gonna make uh, what would this be an arcana check? Yeah. All right. Or can I? I think or you can. I can. That's a 16. You can. Um, yes. It's, you, you look closer and you realize it's definitely not a wand, but it does look like a wand of polymorph, but it doesn't appear to be magical in any way. All right. And I'll look at the next, uh, next one, too. Oh, it's a bag. It's kind of heavy. It feels like there are several objects in it, a smaller objects not super heavy but like i feel the bag what is it made of <laughs> uh the bag just appears to be normal leather fantastic it's normal um, level, level what's of supplements. in the bag i'm gonna crack it open and uh, see what's in the bag uh, so you pour the bag out and it's full, of, it's full of bat guano <laughs> oh no Ew. oh all right shocktober throwback <laughs> this is weird yeah a baptism pool there's I just kind of throw the bag down and don't even bother putting it back in. <laughs> no, no, no. Put Good. it back in. No. Oh, do I have don't. to? <laughs> no. Don't touch it. No, no. Wait. Now now, now I'm scared this is going to be some kind of like holy ritual where everything must be undisturbed. I yeah, that's very gently thinking. scoot the bat guano back in the bag. You moved everything. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we want to disturb things. And it, this is, I'm a paladin. This is, this is all terrible this evil is stuff. We want, to di- we want to disturb as much as possible. There is one more niche right below you, Bellamin, that yeah. appears yes, I look to at be that too. a severed finger. It's got a duh, yellowed, cracked, pointed nail on it. Uh, it. Looks like it might come from some sort of hag. You want a toe, dude? I can get you a toe. Don't ask me how. There are ways. No. Hell, I can get you a toe by 2 o'clock this afternoon. I Nope. Uh, you also <laughs> notice that below, uh, in between those, there is a um, sort of a ramp is this opening here uh, that leads down uh, about tw- at a 20-degree angle into some murky water. There's also what appears to be a portcullis at the bottom there. What'd you call me? Oh, I called you a portcullis. Ah. All right. I'm going to make a, not persuasion, a religion check. Uh, just does any of this, with my three, <laughs> does any of this mean anything to me? Does this seem like uh, any kind you, of You You would say these are all heretical, unholy mm-hmm. artifacts. Uh, Kara, uh, Kara here, can you make a, um, how about a religion check or a perception uh, check, whichever you prefer? I will make one of those. Let's see. What do I have here? That one is a two. I'll do a religion check. I got a seven. Um, well, we'll say enough that you remember you were reading that book about those cult practices and which you thought were utter garbage and basically, you know, fake cult news. And that they were, uh, that a lot of this stuff seems very much of a piece with the kind of uh, uh, cult, cult fakery that you saw there. So you has, suspect it has to do with that. I think this has to do with this fake cult. Mm-hmm. Ah, interesting. Was there anything about pools of water in the, in the book? I didn't get that far. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember, I remember you throwing the book across the room. So it must yes. have been before, uh, yeah. I, uh, but I assume, right, that this is probably, you know, they, like, baptize people or something there. Do some kind of cult ceremony. How well can we see into the murky water? Yeah, how, how deep is that ramp, too? And how um, deep is your love? Twenty. It's 20 degrees, he said. <laughs> it's 20 degrees steep, so it's probably, I don't know, it's like 10 feet down. You can't tell how deep the water is, though. We could we could hold on to some rope if somebody wants to sort of, like, just kind of go down there. I'm not there climbing and into it. Put a... <laughs> oh, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I can control water. So <laughs> hey! oh, I find out it's not actually water. <laughs> oh no! Um, it's Jello. <laughs> J E. There's always room for Jello. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's. Somehow I opened the player's handbook to the exact right page with the control water spell. Yeah, it was all meant to be this whole time. 
Ooh, I can I can part the water. That's what I can do. Yeah. Because I can't I, I can't redirect flow because I don't think it's flowing. It appears to be not exactly stagnant. I mean, like there's a portcullis there, so the water is like not exactly flowing, right? But like it clearly there is something beyond there. Beyond. Well, beyond. let's let's go ahead and cast to part the water, so I can at least walk out in like look into that space. If you do that, uh, Elavor, I'm going to wrap a rope around you and hold onto it behind you and kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to pull you back if something Perfect. terrible happens, especially because that's a scary ramp. Thank I you. I will help you much. hold onto the rope since I'm strong. Oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. See, do, is, do, haven't we proved that we love you, Elavor? Actually, yes, we finally have. just got Elavor on a leash. That's what it boils down <laughs> to. <laughs> that's right. Okay, yeah, this might have been a holdover from the because like a lot of this stuff I pulled from another campaign that I was doing that was in a mm. different edition, and uh, I don't know if there's something similar to this. Yeah, maybe probably. that's why. That that could be it. Okay, so well, good. Say- then never mind about the uh, spreading water. <laughs> can we keep the rope wrapped around you though? I'm not going <laughs> in there if I can't get the water out of the way. No, just in general. Like, can we have the rope oh, around no, you? No, no, no. <laughs> Elavor, uh, Elavor is really convinced that Oops. he control water, and the rest of you guys just don't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, sure. look, I drink the water, it goes away. Yep, that's super impressive, man. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> is this powerful magic? Okay, that's gone now. All right, uh, there is also a hallway down where Bruldish is that goes around a corner. I was so on board with this plan, too. Yeah. It was a good idea. It was a great idea. Yeah. Based on a lie, but it was a great idea based on a lie. <laughs> um. Well, the water scares me. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, I'm not going in the water without moving it, so... Let's go down um, this hallway. So All I right. say, yeah, hall first. All right. I will. All right. Bruldish steps down the hallway. There is, unsurprisingly, another little turn in that hallway. All right. Continue along. I'm right behind. Uh, I'm right behind. All right. So you walk into what appears to be, um, looks like a prison, basically. Like there are little hmm. alcoves. They're not like cells particularly, right? Like because they're not, there's mm-hmm. no like doors on them. But there are little alcoves, and I will say, actually, we'll just make this just obvious for you. Uh, basically, in each one, there are some pairs of manacles. Is the chanting getting any louder? Not here. Um, <laughs> you don't really notice it any louder where you are. Um, All right. Yeah, so there are some shackles basically hanging loose. Um, you actually don't see any real, uh, most of them don't seem to have any remains in them. Bruldish, when you walk there, though, you see you do see catch sight in here, uh, the cell to your left, right. Oh, I right. guess depending which way you're coming. <laughs> to my right. Um, to your right, a um, there is a human skeleton with a tattered black robe who is still sort of shackled there. All right, I will search the uh, skeleton in this this cell. Sure. Uh, you find not much on them, um, but they do have a gold ring on one of their bony fingers, which you estimate you could sell for 25 gold pieces. I look in the other uh, set of cells on the other side and roll a perception check of 19. Fantastic. There are no skeletons in there. However, you find that that wall directly in front of you looks like it might contain a secret door. Oh! <gasps> All right, I uh, kind of rub the wall and like try to pat it away or claw at it or whatever seems appropriate. DM, what would be appropriate sure, here? You can you can try to open it if you want. Uh, nope, 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 not opening. How many it. Nope. how many gold pieces did you say that ring was worth? Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. All right, I. I'm will... not going to open it. I'm just going to like. All right, where was the secret it. door? It's uh, right opposite you. Door? All right, then I will I will go over here and I don't know try to poke at the wall. Poke, 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 All right, poke. yeah, you can, you've, you've discovered, you can figure out how the mechanism works, and you can kind of lever it open and peek in if you like. I'm peeking with All my right. dark vision. So, you open this wall. Is everybody else really hanging back that You far? see an enormous room. It's 40 foot mm-hmm. squares. Weirdly Whoa. enough, the second you look into it, the chanting stops. Oh, oh not creepy at all. Oh, oh no. The smooth masonry of the walls provide excellent acoustics. Ooh, oh. masonry. Featureless stone <laughs> pillars support the ceiling. Acoustics. Yeah, you see these stone pillars sort of uh, throughout um, seem to be uh, supporting the ceiling, these guys. Uh, and a breach in the west wall down here leads into a dark cave 
that from what you can tell is heaped with basically a trash pile. I run in and look over at this I'm kind of water wheel over done. here. Okay, sorry, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, also, why are you running into a room first? Stairs, Just, uh, yeah, stairs lead up to uh, dry stone ledges that hug the wall. In the middle of the room, more stairs rise to form an octagonal dais that also rises above the water. Rusty chains with shackles dangle from the ceiling directly above a stone altar mounted on the dais. The altar is carved with hideous depictions of grasping ghouls and is stained with a dark gasping ghouls dark uh, uh substance that you don't entirely like the look of chocolate sauce i don't i don't even partially like the look of it mm. all right well, is I'm there not a paladin is, but is i there, don't think this is any good yeah is there anybody uh, in Bellman, this room? now do you want to run in and look at the water wheel nope <laughs> is there anybody in this room uh there is nobody that you can see in this room okay mm. there's nobody that you can see <laughs> I am very precise with what I say. I have silent image, which allows me to create uh, any sort of uh, image of an object or creature or anything, uh, and then I can use an action to move the image to any spot within range, which means I can create like a generic adventurer person and have it stand right here next to Broldish and see if anyone's waiting there to ambush anyone as soon as somebody steps in. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to cast that. That's one spell slot for me. And uh, standing in front of Broldish is like a uh, very standard human fighter um, with a shield and a uh, sword and everything. And it just kind of hangs out there and uh, appears. And I wait a few seconds to see if anyone ambushes us. Um, You wait a few seconds. You've created your standard adventurer. We'll call them Stan. Standard adventure. <laughs> mm. uh, and as far as you can del- tell, nothing happens. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, Stan, actually, no, I'm going to keep Stan around for a little bit. I like him. He's uh, he's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I step into the room. All right. You step in the room. All so right. There go is ahead, a, uh, Are you stepping into the room? I'll wait here uh, then. So there are, as described Pushes before, past the dwarf. There are some... <laughs> uh, as... The, as previously described, there are basically stone ledges all around the walls. There is some murky water there. Um, the uh, the ledges and cent- the, the um, ceiling is about 11 feet above the ledges. Um, yeah, there are some, there's those chains dangling over this uh, central altar here. Um, yeah, there's not too much else. You see this over here appears to be some sort of... Um, more about a capstan, if you know what that is, like on a ship where you turn it, and there are some stairs, you know, up there leading down into the water. Some stairs over here leading to this down into this like cave, and the dais. Yeah. What Stan like and I do? walk over to the corner. Okay. I will enter the room. All right. Not much going on. You don't seem to. I mean, I'm gonna go. Nothing down really here. changes. I guess we're all we're all terrified that as soon as we walk in, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I'll go down here and I want to look at the pile of whatever rubbish there is at the bottom here. Yeah, it seems to be mostly organic material. Skeletons. Um, would you like to make a nature check or a medicine check? Make a nature check. All right. If I have to. Nine. As far as you can tell, it just seems to be like a pile of organic trash matter. Ex, you know, discarded plants and like a banana peel. Yeah, compost. Hmm. Very eco-friendly. Could I look into the water and run a perception check? Uh, sure, absolutely. Uh, it's a thirteen. Uh, you peer into the water. It's actually it's kind of murky, but it's not from what you can tell super deep. You don't really see much in it beyond just the fact it's kind of dark in here. It's really hard to see anything below the water. But you are free to like stick a pole in it or something if you don't want to. I stick Stan in. Stan is a, Stan is a an, an illusion. He has, he has no mass. He sinks. He just disappears underneath You're the water. Illusion. Bye, Stan. <laughs> but no, he's not accompanied by sound, so he wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I did all the fully work for Stan. Stare, stares at you with accusing eyes as he disappears into the water. Yeah. All right. I, I would like to poke at this uh, pile of mass with a uh, javelin. Uh, okay. Just around um, a little bit. Yeah. Are you just sort of like poking around looking for? Yeah. Just if there's if there's anything buried at any place that I can sort of. It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, like from what you could tell, most of what you're seeing is trash or plant matter. Okay. 
All right. How deep can I use the javelin to see how deep the water is? Yeah, sure. Um, It is, from what you can tell, about two feet deep. Okay. Well, Mm. I'm taller than that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's good. Not not by a lot, but... um, Hmm. Mm. I don't want to go in this water. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tall for a dwarf. Uh, so question, is it is it important for us to get to the center? I will wade through the water. Nobody no. else is doing it. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> we we has decided to wade through the water. The water comes up two feet, which to you is probably mm-hmm. like your waist, roughly. Yep. Yeah, I'm five feet tall. So Yeah, so maybe a little below your waist. Um mm-hmm. nothing seems to happen. All right. I am waiting <laughs> over to here. All right. I want to take climb a look. up on the dais. Amadeus, Amadeus. Uh, yes. Uh, and so, uh, do you climb to the top? Yep. So, uh, you climb to the top of the dais. Yeah, I do. And as on the top is a, uh, that altar. Mm-hmm. And you see, in fact, you start to hear the chanting rises once more. Does everybody hear it? Or is, is anybody else Every- hearing this? You guys hear this? what? Everybody hears the chanting <laughs> rises once more. Oh yes, the chanting is rising. Thirteen uh-huh. dark apparitions appear. Oh my god! Ah. Okay. On the ledges around the room, each one resembles a black-robed figure holding a torch. But the torch's fire is black and seems to draw light into it. Where you'd expect to see faces are nothing but voids. I thought this was a fake cult. <laughs> One must die, they chant over and over. One must die. One must die. Thirteen must die. Thirteen <laughs> must <Yeah>. die. <laughs> Thirteen like must die. I love it. It's, that that is okay. that is blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's one more because Carrick here was ostensibly standing on one. Uh, I splash some water on the altar just rudely. It gets wet. <laughs> Um, it gets away. So, uh, yeah, there are some apparitions standing uh, around you guys. What is the altar made out of? They're just chilling. They're just chilling. Uh, let's see. The it's altar s- stone is or wood a stone or? carved with hideous depictions of grasping ghouls. It's right. stained with what you, now that you're close mm-hmm. enough to kind of tell, it's dried blood. You don't um, say. There are chains dangling from the, c- the ceiling above the altar. They're mm-hmm. about eight feet long. It looks like some a human chained there would just about dangle right over the altar. Mm-hmm. Um, so feel free to, uh, yeah. What do you guys want to do? I I have a lot of uh, a lot of history with with stonework and stuff. I am wondering if I think I am strong enough based on my knowledge of stone to kick that altar to like push the altar off the dais into the water or at least down the steps a little bit. It would be pretty darn hard based on uh okay. just it is it is heavy. All like right. it is a big piece of stone and it seems to be largely built into um the altar itself. Okay. Or into the yeah, the dais. Gotcha. All right, just checking. So these apparitions aren't so. attacking us. They're just looking. They're what standing they? there they're chanting, just... holding uh, mm-hmm. their, their black torches. I say, who are you? Do they answer or anything? Or are they just, they just keep, 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 keep chanting, one must die. I'd like to roll a performance check to throw up my hood and chant along with them, one must die. <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> All right, that's oh, a 15. <laughs> wow. There are. There are 14 apparitions <laughs> chanting. <laughs> must die. I turn around and throw a javelin at, uh, at, at Pelvin. Pelvin. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Wait, do you actually? <laughs> no, no, of course not. Okay. So, um, you know, you're, you're on an altar, um, mm-hmm. brutish, yeah. and you're pretty uh, savvy about things religious. Why don't you give me a religion check? Yeah, I like that idea. Could be worse. It's 11. Nice. No, that's great. Um. So you basically kind of like you're like looking at everything and like putting it all together mm-hmm. in your head. And you're pretty sure that one must die is not a particularly veiled reference and that something mm-hmm. needs to be sacrificed on this altar. Some sort of creature like Bruldish, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not up for sacrificing things. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I'm, I'm kind of stumped right here, you guys, because, like, I don't want to kill anything. I mean, we could take one of the, the things from the other room, like a hand or a head or something like that, and just throw it on the altar and see what happens. Uh, I don't really know. I mean, or I could just go over and, like, stand right in front of a one of the apparitions and just poke it, see what I'm it does. I'm going to move away from this apparition and into the water and see if anything happens. All right, so you splash down into the water. It's like a couple feet drop. Um, nothing seems to happen. The water seems as it was. Uh, the apparition is still chanting. Standing there. All right. I'm going to walk over to this this organic pile and poke around at it. Uh, okay. Give me a uh, nature check. 20. So you realize what Bruldish, with her lack of nature skills, did not pick up. <laughs> uh, this is not purely a pile of trash. But as you like sort of poke through and notice there are a lot of like leaves and what have you, you recognize this as a sleeping, shambling mound. This is a sleeping, shambling mound. Ooh. I will uh, back away <laughs> <laughs> and explain that we could theoretically kill this shambling mound. Okay. And see what happens. <laughs> what What is a shambling mound? Do does my would my character know that? If that's something that deserves to die, um, Car- or character would know. It is basically a uh, large plant creature. Uh, it's not particularly evil. Um, it's just sort of a, uh, like, uh, animal that eats, scavenges and eats and Mm -hmm. attacks things, basically. Um, so it's not evil per se, um, but nor, you know, it, it probably would not also be happy. Like, it would probably attack you if it were awake. Mm -hmm. Just because it's a wild creature. Um, and the chanting hasn't woken it up? Nope. Well, I mean, for all we know that this is this could be a magically enchanted shambling mound, and if we woke it up, it would talk to us and tell us something. So I don't want to just like, you know, throw my axe into it. I think if if we're gonna do something with it, we should wake it up, and then if it attacks us, then we can try killing it and see what happens. But I'm worried that if it attacks us, everything attacks us. That is possible. Well, we could just try attacking the uh, apparitions and see if anything happens. We are. I am. I'm honestly. I feel numbers. a lot better about trying to attack an apparition than I do about some sleeping creature that didn't do anything yeah. wrong to me. Bellamin is still trying to blend in with the apparitions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with attacking either of them. I'm gonna walk over to this wheel and see if I can spin it and see what happens. Um, so basically, you notice it's a wooden wheel um, that you would get as you start to um, like try to use it. You basically see that the um, portcullis starts to go up. So it basically right. controls the porculus. It controls the porculus. Is it difficult for me to um, raise the porculus up? No, I mean it takes your uh, it it takes an action to raise or lower the porculus. I'm going to raise it and assume it can lock to the open position just in case we need to run. Sure. Away yep. Through you can here. you can if nothing else you can like wedge it into place. All right, I'm gonna do that. I feel like I'm doing something useful. <laughs> mm-hmm. One must die. all right i'm getting bored i'm gonna go try to i'm gonna go over to wade over to this one and just like when you step into the water oh okay (laughs) so about here uh yeah off when you step off the dais okay so here the cultist chant changes oh Uh -oh. it now changes to Lorgoth the Decayer, we awaken thee. Lorgoth the Decayer, we awaken thee. And the shambling mound is awake. It, it has right. a name. Ah. We should have attacked it when it was sleeping. Paladins, <laughs> I roll my eyes. <laughs> uh, let's roll initiative. I have no regrets. <laughs> because you're a paladin, of course you don't. Yep, that's how it works. It's great. I love being a paladin. Let us start with Karakir, it looks like. Pinatas. There is a shambling mound that is stirring and probably going to start moving towards Bruldish pretty quickly. I move there and I hit it twice. Wow, wow you you're can, fast. Do you cover all that ground? Four, I have 40 speed. Holy crap. <laughs> like wow. lightning, you sort of like leap to the dais and then leap down and attack the shambling mound. That's right. And uh, I don't know how hard it is to hit a shambling mound, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, 16? 16 uh, will hit a shambling mound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit it twice. Once with my quarterstaff and once with my fist for uh, 16 points of damage. 
16 points of damage. Make sure. Yeah. Great. Cool. All right. Imra. Well, um, I guess I'm going to hit it with my longbow. And I think if I, you know, get myself situated just right in my square, I'll, I'll be okay to not hit that pillar. So. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, the pillar is pretty small. Um, I too rolled a 16. That'll do it. Eight plus three is nine. Nine damage? Piercing damage. All right. You plant an arrow into it. It sort of thwicks into the, like the planty substance of it. <laughs> Basically, to tell you what this thing is, uh, let's show you a picture, shall we? Oh boy, I'm scared. It is like a sentient, sometimes called a shambler. Uh, it's a rotting heap of animated vegetation. It's half again as tall as a human, and it has sort of a faceless head at the top of it. That one has a person in it. Yeah, that one does have a person in it. That, it looks <laughs> like something at the Arizona Renaissance Festival. That is actually <laughs> wow, very uh, friendly. May, may, maybe don't go there. Actually very friendly. <laughs> uh, Until it okay. absorbs you. Imra shot it. It is the Shambling Mound's turn. It is going to... Uh, do. It's going to attack, let's say, one each. uh, First one attack on Karakir, since Karakir was the most recent one to hit it. I am going to uh, give it disadvantage for that. Yep, I am imposing disadvantage on the attack roll. I'm wielding Uh, my shield and using protections. Roll one, roll two. Uh, 19 was the lower roll. (laughs) Wow. What a a waste of the protection. Wow. Uh, Karakir, eight bludgeoning damage. Goodness. Okay. Uh, and the second one was actually going to go at Brildish anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20, 22. Jeepers, criminy. Yeah, that's that's going to hit. 14 bludgeoning damage. <gasps> Goodness. I am glad I healed myself up there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Elevore, you're up. I don't think we're at the Renaissance Fair. Not anymore, <laughs> we're not. Totally. I'm at five hit points just telling the healers. I will give you a cue on this one, uh, and that cue is smoke them if you got them. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Light it on fire. Uh, that was less less about the smoke, more about the uh, everything. Where there's there you smoke, go. fire. There you Unleashed. go. Just this is life lesson. There's Apropos not much nothing. else to save up for, so you're going to want to beat this guy. Target that explosion and fire. Fire everything! Um, I'll throw some daggers. I don't have anything else. Good work. You're, uh, you're, a, sure. you're a monk, and this is, or, or you're a, a druid, and this is a a pile of vegetation. Mm-hmm. Right. I wish I had more to do, but I don't. Uh, right. Okay. I throw a damage in, or a dagger in its direction. Unfortunately, the dagger falls a little short. Plunk. A lot short. <laughs> a lot short. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strange foley choice. <laughs> she, she has sympathy. For, I'm a shambling horror. <laughs> Bellamin, you're up. I'm going to defer my turn and try to keep blending in with uh, these cultists. Uh, wow, that's a no, bad what choice. <laughs> I, I don't think... Can you defer on these? I'm not you sure can, that's you can just... You can hold yeah. your turn if you declare that you're going to mm-hmm. do something. Are you going to do something or are you just sort of blending in? Uh, I kind of want to just blend it. You know what? You know what? No, I'm I'm done with that. Uh, I'm going to magic missile the uh, monster. Like oh, it. thank God. I was like, did something happen that we don't know about? Like, I don't know. I, I, I was hoping something? for some kind of like weird, uh, oh, who knows? Uh, well, <laughs> well, something along the lines of like, I need to, maybe if he's going to attack us, he wouldn't attack me since he would think uh, I'm a uh, cultist. Uh, you're or like you trying to blend in. close and stab it in the heart. Yeah, but or no, I'm just going to magic missile our... Uh, our planty friend. All right, you could do date it. it for a couple years and then break its heart <laughs> and it would die from heart disease. He's playing the long game. Wow. <laughs> All right, 11 damage. 11 damage for our uh, planty friend. Very nice. It's the, your magic missiles zap out and find their target and deal some damage to it. Bruldish. Do the, the, do the cultists react to uh, me not being a cultist anymore? They are still a chance. Sorry, I, I neglected to tell you that when the Shambling Mounds turn began, the chant again changed to the end comes death be praised and so they're now chanting that over and over again uh, it's not Great. as catchy. they're friendly people they don't yeah. seem to react at all i mean as far as you can tell you know bellman you you have created <laughs> and sent to his <laughs> illusory, <laughs> illusory death 
an adventurer, and you feel like these apparitions seem not entirely uh, real. Solid. Yeah. <gasps> it's an illusion. Convey! Uh, Bruldish, there is a shambling mound in front of you. I disbelieve. I just realized that when I, and I'm saying when, not if, uh, when I get knocked unconscious, I'm probably going to drown. Just pointing that out. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. A dwarf can drown in two feet of water. Actually, anyone can drown in two feet of water. But uh, yeah, that's um, going to be a little tricky. Yeah. Move um, back, move back. I don't want to leave character there. Maybe I'll move on to the stairs. Sure. Can I you reach can it from there with my battle axe? Yeah. It's big. Okay. All right, because if it hits me once, I'm definitely going down. Uh, and I don't have healing potion anymore. Um, actually, I'll just count on my f- friends to maybe heal me. So I will... Uh... Sounds, sounds, sounds like a great plan. 18. 18 will hit. You do some slashing damage. Yes, I am going to expend one paladin spell slot to deal radiant damage to this target in addition to my weapon damage. So Ooh. that is 2d8. Ooh, nice. Yep. It's not undead or a fiend, is it? It is not undead or a fiend. I mean, I don't know its natural fiendish disposition. Uh, That's a six more. All right, so 14 damage total. Yep. It's not nothing. Very done. All right, very nicely done. Uh, It is Karakir's turn. I'm going to hit it, hopefully, with my quarterstaff here. Uh, does a 14 hit it? A 14 is not quite enough to hit a shambling mound. All right, well, I'm going to then hit it twice with a fury of blows using the key point here. Hopefully. Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. Hey, then I hit it twice. Uh, You've established its armor class. (laughs) Uh, 10 points of damage total. All right, 10 points. So Karakir goes up and like, Pummels it like he's working the the bag at the gym. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Flurry blows. Probably feels a lot like that too. Thump thump thump. That's true. Imra, what do you got? All right, I uh, okay. Move thirty-five. Uh, five, ten. Five. Okay, so I'm gonna move over. Oops, that is not my move. I'm moving to here uh, by Broldish, and I am going to uh, cure wounds. Oh, bless your soul. So for five, better than nothing, I guess. Hey, I'll take it. That doubles my hit points. And then, no, I'm not going to move. I'm just going to stay right where I am. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Shambling Mound. Boo. Karakir seems to be doing some damage. Ah. Let's try a multi-attack. Oh, good lord. I don't like the sound of that. I'm sure it won't. If it hits me, I'm sure it won't. Do more than eight points of damage, so it should be fine. Well, now that it's a, it's another round, I can uh, I can give a disadvantage again. Another it, mound? Are you doing that? Yeah. If okay. it attacks somebody other than me, I can't do it. It did. Okay. Uh, all right. So two. Oh, man, I am I'm on fire with my rolls. <sighs> oh, boo. Uh, uh, the lower of those rolls was a 20. Uh, wow. Oh, my God. Is that really damage? <laughs> I think we're uh, about 19, to lose character. 19 bludgeoning damage character. Uh, all right. Now, do I need to look up immediate death? I forget how that works. Uh, I think you have entire... to be lowered to your negative hit point value. Yeah. Oh, negative hit point value. Okay. So you did 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've got, a, that would be a negative 11. So I'm still alive. <laughs> all right. It, it won't bother slamming you a second time since you're unconscious. Um, <laughs> if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> So it's uh it feel a little better. Yeah, it's second slam. Um geez, it's gonna use the second slam. I guess it will try to hit Bulldish around the corner, which will also ah. be a little disadvantageous. Uh so we'll see how that goes. Oh boy. <laughs> uh nineteen. Oh, that that's my armor class exactly. Uh, oh my god, really? Ugh, that was the lower of two. Uh-huh. Uh 16 bludgeoning damage. All right. I am also unconscious. Oh, man. This is going good. I, I will point out I have a po- healing, healing potion, uh, if you can get to my corpse. Uh, all right. Elevore. Uh, I believe just Elevore, as a reminder, I think you have a Thunder Wave, too, which seems like uh, 
Yeah, that's what I was going to do, but I was yeah, trying to think if I wanted to heal folks. It doesn't, I, wait, doesn't it, didn't we talk about this before and it doesn't harm friendlies or something? Um, uh, unless does. they change, they may have changed it for 5th edition. It might oh be God, everything about 5th edition is the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is definitely less, uh, uh, less friendly. Let's put it that way. You'd want to get up next to character basically, but yeah, that's a uh, definitely putting you in a squishy position. Or you could healing word Karakir or myself to get us back up. Because otherwise it's just going to shamble right out over us and start attacking you guys. <laughs> right. I was going to say it was going to mound right over us, but... <laughs> <laughs> that too. That Same too. idea. <laughs> Who wants it? Uh, I have a higher armor class, so I mean, it's it seems like it's hitting anything, but I have a probably slightly better chance of absorbing a, a blow without okay, it doing we any damage. So. Karakir. One of you. All right, Bruldish, so you get some hit points. You're back up. Yep. And Bellamin, I think it's your turn. I run from where I am over onto here, which is one, two, three, four, five. So, yep, that's within my speed. And I'm going to, hmm, uh, do I do cold breath or do I do ray of frost? Ray of frost. Cold breath would get us. Oh, right. Good, good oh, call. And cold breath, I don't think, would actually reach the shambling mound. Yeah, that that that's the other thing. I can't find any information about that on my character sheet. Ray of Frost. Well, that's only 1d8. Mm, you know what? I'm just going to magic missile him again. Yeah. That's, that's a better, better idea. Much better. Uh, yeah. Another 11. All right. All right. 11 damage. And as a bonus action, I'm going to convert my sorcery points into another spell slot. Oh, nice. Nice. Smart. Like it. Bruldish, you are awake again. <laughs> Things have not improved. I am. Um... I'm going to scooch over one and reach out and lay hands on Karakir for trying to decide. Like, I can do up to five hit points, and I feel like at this point, it doesn't actually make any... Like, that's so much less than it's doing, but uh, yeah. I'll use... Tactically, to... you might consider mm -hmm. uh, that you were going to wake him up and... I guess you get a chance to go before him, but keep in mind that that uh, yeah, it might just kill him. You're outright. right in front of the creature, so you, right. you may want to you you have a little time. It looks like to potentially get away. Mm -hmm. Just think about think about yeah. how you want to handle this. I don't necessarily want to to get away unless somebody's going to come right up here and. I'd love to be able to thunder thing. But... I suppose if Karakir is still down, you could just stand over him and uh, and thunder wave. Uh, but you could get him up, and he could he potentially get away because he, yeah, that's he's true. Conscious. All right, I will. I will lay on hands. I will bring Karakir up. Actually, in, you have a healing potion, right? I do. All right. Um, you could probably with, just. We'll say three, that. three hit points. There you go. You have right. Three. And Bruldish, in theory, you also you took half of your movement to get up. How how much movement do you have? Um, I only have. My speed is twenty five. So. so you used, uh, what, 12 mm -hmm. to get up. You used five more to shift at 17. You have five squares of movement. You have five feet of movement left. You could probably shift back onto the steps. Yep, that is that is what I will do. So okay. if Elevore wants to come over and thunder wave from that juicy spot right there. But I will also laugh at the shambling mound. <laughs> I'm, point, I'm pointing. <laughs> ah, so you are taunting you, it. I see. You stink. Literally. You stupid plant. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, Karakir, you have like, what, like two or three hit points? I have three hit points. I stand up, half my movement, and I attack the Shambling Mound. Uh, I hit twice. Nice. Uh, what is that? Eight plus six, 14. 14 damage. Is that from your staff and your punching? It is. Nice. All right. Uh, are you going to do anything else? Uh, no. I'm just going to stand there. I'm going to stand there. And stare <laughs> in defiance at death. the shambling mound. <laughs> That's right. Bring it on, shambling right. mound. Imra, your, uh, your friend the monk is up, but he is standing against the shambling mound. Yep. Um, I'm going to longbow and ensnaring strikes. I'm going nice. to use my second, uh, spell slot. Um, so I think... That just happens at the beginning of the Shambling Mound's turn, yes? If I uh, hit. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, sh it's 
So I rolled a two plus my five is seven. <laughs> okay. Um, so you miss, but I believe um, that that spell, next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before this spell ends, right. it's concentration is concentration. So you can keep trying with this. Okay. Um, Keep in mind, a larger, larger creature has advantage on the saving throw. This is a large creature because he okay. takes four squares. So he's sure. going to have a much better chance trying to get out of it. Okay. He's also but that means that this one spell slot strong. can be extended. Yes, you can keep using this uh, ensnaring strike, but it may may or may not have success. We'll see. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, Shambling Mount's turn. Well... Uh, Garak here is also is there, but Bruldish was taunting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could use some, uh, some trimming, Mr. This... Hedge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, it decides to go after Bruldish. 13. That does not hit. Second attack. 22. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. hits. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> 12 bludgeoning damage. I'm unconscious again. But I'm not dead dead, which is nice. Good. Excellent. Elevore. Okay, so if I do Thunder Wave from here, is that still going to... So it's a wave of force. It pops out of you. Constitution save, huh? What is your uh, DC? 13. Okay. Uh, It fails. Yay! Yay. Oh, Uh, yay. That's good. (laughs) So the the creature fails at saving throw. Okay. Uh, It takes... (laughs) 11 damage. And it's pushed. Really? It is and it's pushed, pushed, but it's there's no place for it to go, so it's kind of like smushied up against the wall a little bit. Does it take any extra damage for being slammed against the wall? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. I'm I'm starting to wonder about Bellman's loyalties here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He was, Has he started he, chanting he decides, again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I hear that, is it my turn yet? Or no? Uh, it is now your turn, unless Elevore, did you have any movement left? Uh, oh, how do, how? Well, all right, so you can try to move away. It will probably provoke an attempt uh, at it to hit you. So oh, that's God. You. It's your call. But <sighs> you're also standing in front of it, so sometimes it's a question of get hit now, get hit later. If you have movement left, you could, you know, move over and stand over my body on the stairs, because I'm down. I will try that. If you have, if you have the movement for it. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, because movement would be what if I didn't use all of the movement speed. that I had to yep. move there? Yeah, you have what? 30, okay. I have 30, 30 speed. Yeah, so if you didn't move six squares to get there. I did not. Then you have probably a square or two left. Okay, I'm going to try to move over to be atop the body. Yeah. So now there, I've provoked. Uh, no, you haven't provoked. You're still in its reach. Oh, gotcha. But you're not foremost in its attentions right now. Gotcha. All right, Bellamin. As I telepathically hear uh, Imra go, I wonder what Bellamin is. Uh, <laughs> who is he loyal to right hurt. now? I step on up and cast one last magic missile. One last magic missile. On the... Yes. <laughs> okay. Bellamin is revealed as the traitor as he magic missiles Carrick here in the back of the head. No. Betrayal at Death House on the Hill. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that is nine damage for our, uh, planty friend. Planty friend takes nine damage. Planty friend, you're not my friend. Now, a medical check to stabilize is, uh, another action, an action, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, speaking uh, of which, Bruldish, it is your turn. Oh, death saving throw. It's that time. Sweet embrace of death saving throw. Uh, 